Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is The Mummy of Pemberley Grange. It was written by Alan Carey and Nick Holland. It's available on DriveThruRPG. Our game master is Alex Sun, and this is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Alex? Thank you, Tom. So our story begins on a brisk spring afternoon in 1922. A group of party guests are attending a mummy unwrapping party hosted by the wealthy young socialite and Egyptophile Jessica Pemberley. The party is located at Pemberley Grange on the outskirts of Arkham, Massachusetts. Now, some of you have arrived a little early. Lucy Dowling and Clayton Moody, could you describe your characters, please? as you pull up to this opulent single-story country house. Well, uh, Clay, I am Clayton Moody, and I am 26 years old, male, and I'm a dilettante. How, I'm dressed, how I am dressed is the fashion of time three-piece suit, have like a cute little handkerchief hanging up for my, uh, from my coat pocket, and I'm really excited. Uh, dark brown hair, green eyes, just lit with excitement to finally see uh, Jessica once again, hopefully to, um, you know, talk with her and, and, and such. Yes, I'm Lucy Downing. Um, I'm a reporter. I'm dressed in uh, practical uh, clothes fitting to the season. So a long coat, uh, a gray scarf and a very large hat. Um, I have a camera with me, a notepad, and uh, a pen, if I'm not completely mistaken. Yeah. Um, I'm also carrying an overnight bag and I'm very anxious and looking if there's any anyone uh, already there that I should know. And uh, then I'm going to take some notes and um, maybe sneak in a picture of the of the mansion. Of course. Excellent. So you head up over to the front door, you knock, and it's answered by a, an older butler. And he bows politely and says, welcome to the party. I am Mason. Let me, uh, let me get your coat, your hat. Let me get all those. And please make sure that you sit in the library. I can bring you drinks and whatnot. But welcome. Jessica's in her room right now. Uh, writing so he has you go in and you sit in this very once again opulent library there's the smell of incense burning in the air uh, and it just wafts the smells of vanilla sage lavender the building is also just covered in balloons and as you sit down you are handed a bag of party favors so I look, I look into the party favors. Right. Uh, so it's various knickknacks, all Egyptian themed. Um, lovely. Yes. All right. And next to arrive is Professor uh, Farouk Bassar and Mrs. Gertrude Howard. As you drive up to the house. Uh, professor uh, Farouk Bassar is a... a um, a middle-aged professor. He has a walking cane, which uh, supports his his unsteady steps up to the uh, 
the mansion door. He also has um, an overnight bag with him. Oh, what's that? Uh, I'm Mrs. Gertrude Howard of the uh, Knob Hill Howards. To be perfectly honest, I'm here tonight to see if uh, uh, Miss Pemberley is worthy of our social circle. I should be able to introduce her to some further fancy people. And I just, I'm, I'm more curious in seeing how she runs her household and so forth. Uh, the mummy's an interesting sort of sideline, but uh, I will see. I hope she doesn't mind smoking. Excellent. So you knock on the door and Mason does his formalities. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Mrs. Gertrude Howard, pleasure to oh, have you here. You. Yes, darling. Uh, and uh, I see Professor. Uh, I'll, I'll take your coat and I will escort you to the library. There's some other party goers waiting. And do please let me know if you, you'd like any drinks or if I can help you with anything else. And last but not least, Rupert Bevin arrives on scene. Um, yes, my name is Rupert Bevin. I am a very successful businessman and I am dressed in a extremely well-tailored tweed suit. And um, I uh, briskly walk up to the front door and firmly knock. And you are answered by Mason the butler. Ah, Mr. Bevan, Jessica will be quite pleased to see that you have made it tonight. Oh yes, Mason, good to see you, man. How are you? Very good, very good, sir. Please come into the library and make yourself at home. And you are escorted to the library. The room itself is just filled with books the windows are go are, are very tall. They go from basically the waistline to the ceiling, letting in all this daylight. And there's also just stacks upon stacks of books about uh, Egyptology. And right. you see everyone else. From a quick glance at that stack of books, do I notice whether it's like crank stuff, like like Egypt, fun Egypt, or is it like serious Egyptology? It's really a hodgepodge. If it's about Egypt, it's probably in this book. I mean, uh, in this library. And you all get settled. Darling, could you bring me uh, an aviator? An aviation, I think it's called. Do you have creme de violette? Yes, of course. Right away. Excellent. Thank you. Would anyone else like drinks? Some whiskey would do. Yes, sir. Yes, I think I'll take anything you have. Um, anything you have will accompany this desecration of objects of my home country. Now... We're uh, we, Professor Hewitt, who will be arriving later tonight, will take great care of the the mummy. So I'm sure no he need will. to worry. Uh, would you mind me following you, Mason? Of course. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, and before we continue, on the wall of the library is a blueprint of the entire 
range. So you'll be following Mason to the kitchen. So he walks down the corridor below this crystal chandelier that looks just beautiful as it refracts the light. And he goes all the way to the kitchen where he will start making drinks. As you take a look into the reception room, you notice that the mummy is there and it's just laying on the table. Uh, among other things, there's some canop canopic jars as well on a side table on display, as well as some other party decorations like more balloons and chairs that have been set up. So he goes into the kitchen and if you insist, uh, you can watch him make drinks as he does so. Yeah, that's perfect. I'll ask him uh, questions about all the participants of the event. Um, who is invited? Why? Um, a bit about the about our host. Of course. Uh, Miss Pemberley is very excited to uh, for, for this unwrapping party as she has discovered that she has some ancestry uh, in, in Egypt as well, uh, related to some of the pharaohs. Oh. Yes. Why as you know, she is a big donor to Arkham University of the Miskatonic. And this is where all the professors get involved, or? Uh, yeah, some, some professors. She's working with uh, Professor Hewitt at Miskatonic, who has been uh, away and abroad on um, archaeological uh, digs. Hmm. So, would you say they are close friends or just friends? Um, they're new friends. Hmm. They're new friends. She's funding his expedition. Oh, right. And he continues to make some drinks, and he puts them onto a serving cart and starts to roll it back. Back at the library, how's everyone doing? I'm Some of you are smoking. At, yeah, I'm looking around at the uh, books. Um, books can be so decorative, you know. I would yeah. like to look into the mummy itself. Okay, if anything of stands course. out to me. And, so uh, you're going to head out of the library into the reception room. Yeah. Very well. Uh, what about everyone else? Um, actually, Clayton would like to see if Miss um, Miss um, Pemberley needs help getting ready. Um, okay. Yeah, you'll see her. Right. So just as you finished saying that, there, uh, Jessica Pemberley walks down the uh, corridor and into the library. She said, and she's currently dressed in this flowing and frilled blue dress. She's got a bob haircut and a silver tiara on, and she says, friends, so excited to have you here for the unwrapping party. Uh, Mrs. Howard, pleasure to have you here. My, my charmed, my dear. And, and, and the professor, Professor Bassar, I'm glad to have you here as the academic. Yes. Uh, I, I think you might make good conversation with uh, Professor Hewitt. So your intention to have me here is to make conversation? Uh, yes, and I hope to establish a better working relationship with you. Um, if you would like to maybe go and go on some expeditions, I'd, I'd be happy to fund you. 
Well, no, you're you're talking about something I do care about. Yes. And Clayton, it's great to see your face again. Oh, you're so fun to hang up with. <laughs> oh yes, it's been I've been waiting for so long. I'm very excited for this unwrapping party. And you look yes, of course. Thank yeah, you. As you quite can. handsome as well. Oh, thank you. And last but not least, Mr. Bevan, great to have you here. I hope you like what you see. I am uh, very nice to see you again. I am very interested in what you uh, have to uh, show us. So, of course. Now it's just to wait for the professor, Professor Hewitt. Uh, he is an expert in his field as well, and he will be doing the unwrapping personally. And at this point, Mason comes in with his push tray of drinks, and fall, and he's followed by Lucy. Oh, Lucy, I'm glad to have you here to take a record of this amazing moment in history. Uh, yes, certainly. And Professor, you are you're standing up and you're heading over to the reception room where the mummy yes. is? Of course, you can look. Um, if you'd like, you can all take a look. We can take a walk over. Of course. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm quite interested what you have, uh, Jessica. Okay. So you walk down the corridor once more and into and you step into the reception room or uh, lying down on a table is the mummy itself. It's wrapped in uh, the wrappings that have kind of been dried and it's been excavated and brought over from Egypt. It's got a feminine form. And on the side, there's these canopic jars, pale white, and they have the heads of animals. Interesting. They... Right to understand they kept the organs of the person in the jars. Yes, that is correct. They're quite lovely, aren't they? Yes, the jars are beautiful. May I ask, how did you acquire these? Uh, Professor Hewitt sent them over, and he excavated them when he was in Cairo. So these these canoptic jars they go along with this mummy. Yes, that's correct. Hmm. Would anyone like to do anything else? Is um, there any is there any knowledge? Uh, is there any understanding of what the different faces mean? Um. Yes. Yes. Of course. Perhaps I believe Professor Farouk can tell us. Yeah. Yes, why doesn't Professor Farouk tell us? I'll snip a picture of Ms. Uh, Professor Farouk in this <laughs> instant where he gets asked by people. Would Egyptology or archaeology work? What yes, you... of course. Go ahead and roll okay. whichever. Uh, that is a fail, but I'll spend luck. Okay. Perfect. Sure. For a normal. Okay. So with a normal, you know that different animal heads 
contained different organs in these jars. So like a human head would look after the liver, the uh, baboon head would look after the lungs, jackal would look after the stomach, and usually a falcon would look after like the intestines as their their guardians. And after saying that, um, I'll just add on that um, this, of course, is all the history of a place that is many, many miles from here. And all of these items have been taken far, far away from where their owners ever meant to inter them. Think on that, would you will? Jessica just nods long, smiles. Yes, but isn't Egypt filled with grave robbers? Well, it sits for the thrill, right? And he, Clayton, just looking at the at the mummy quite closely. Uh, well, if the wealth of history can be spent to have a quick thrill for an afternoon, I suppose that's your decision. Oh, you'd love Doctor uh, Professor Hewitt. Is he arriving dinner. soon? Like, uh... Uh, yes, he should be arriving uh, after dinner. Oh, all right. So, Miss Pemberley, would you happen to be related to this mummy in, in some way? Oh, maybe. I, I've recently discovered that I do have some uh, ancestry that goes all the way back to Egypt. So perhaps yeah. that'd be exciting. Mm. And she poses for a picture. Yeah, I'll uh, maybe with the mummy. Um, Do we have a name of the mummy in any way? Um, No. I think they come in these small things. Oh, the sarcophaguses? No, Ah, no, my dear. You're talking about. Yes, yes. These, these. uh... Oh. I have no, a piece I, of jewelry uh, at home with a cartouche on it. I believe Professor Hewitt would know more information on this. Hmm. Yes. He's really the inexpert in the field. So, Jessica, what, what possessed you to purchase legally from Egypt a mummy? Oh, really? It's part thrill and it's for, let's say, knowledge and also to have a party. It's always, always fun to have a party. I would even say that hopefully we make some discoveries tonight. Oh, what are you thinking of discovering? Oh, well, the methods of mummification... Uh, first hand. I mean, I'll assure you, um, it is quite understood uh, how mummification is done. So I don't know if we'll be learning anything about that. I'm sure it'd be delightful to see with our own eyes how the process has been done. And oh, it's just also joyous. Others have written about this for you to read it. You don't need to... But seeing uh, it with your own eyes. 
yes, exactly, uh, Professor. It's important to see things at first hand. I, I'm uh, Jessica. I'm really excited, like to to learn more about this, uh, and to <sighs> and your ancestry uh, date going back to Egypt. That's that's wonderful news. Uh, I just cannot wait. Well, really. is it really though? I mean, I would be interested to know your entire family as function, but uh, how far back do you think that your ancestors and the Egyptian, was it the Greek Egyptians or the Egyptian Egyptians? I believe it's the Egyptian Egyptians. Isn't it so romantic? What was your maiden name, darling? Uh, Pemberley is my maiden name. Because this ah, woman... you're not married. No, she's not. Because this woman is one one thousandth Egyptian, doesn't mean she has any skin in the game of Egypt, nor does she have her heart in Egypt's interests. Well, Mr. Pe Mr. Farouk, or Mr. Bassar, you've made it very clear that you're not in favor of... Uh, of tonight's festivities. Uh, why were you invited? Well, perhaps she can tell you that. I came out of spite, maybe. Uh, well, I'd like you to talk interest. to Dr. Hewitt, and perhaps you'd become great friends since you are in the same field. Perhaps. I'd like to pick his brain. Well, let's have dinner. Mason has a wonderful roast going. Yes, let's eat before we look at the dead body on the table. Oh, it sounds wonderful. I would like more whiskey, please. I think I finished my... Uh, of course, of course, sir. And he pours you another glass, and you all have dinner. Mr. Bevan, what brings you here as a businessman? How are you interested in Egypt? Um... I have a uh, cursory interest in, in Egypt. Um, I certainly, uh, I think I, I was invited more because of my uh, uh, previous uh, engagements with uh, Miss Pemberley, um, you know, as a businessman. And uh, she is always interested in investing and uh, other types of business. So I would imagine that is probably why I'm here. I see. Uh, Mr. Bassar, do you ever find, have you ever been to a mummy unwrapping or? Um, I've been in the context where mummies have been unwrapped. I've never been to a mummy unwrapping, is, as you is there, all seem is, to be interested in calling it. Could there be like beautiful jewelry underneath all of that uh, cloth? Would I know whether that was true or not? Um, no. No. I thought perhaps we'd find treasure. Whatever treasure there was to find has been taken by the grave robbers and whoever, whatever the profiteers that sold it here or... I suppose it was found in a dig and the profiteers in the dig who gave it here to be destroyed, uh, they must have taken everything and itemized it 
it's gone now. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to meet my darling new Egyptologist friends, Professor Brassar. So why is he late? Did he say that he's coming later? Or? Yes, why well, he, he is quite tardy at this point, is it? Oh, he, he doesn't really like the formalities and the partying. He's, um, uh, he's very stoic. And mm-hmm. as you're finishing up dinner, there is a knock on the door. Oh, yes, that must be him. Right on time. Mason, he gives a polite bow. He says, I will retrieve him. Well, I'm interested in I'm interested in getting this man's um, take on the events that are occurring here. Of course. Uh, if you'd like, we can head over to the reception room. I believe oh, yes. he wants to get started right away. That's quite a rush. Yes. Now, Mason arrives at the reception room with Dr. Hewitt. He's uh, a man who is wearing a tweed suit. He's got glass, circular glasses on, and he's quite stout. And he gives a uh, head nod at the group. Well, Professor, I've expressed some interest uh, in waiting for you with, with some of these other people. I wanted to know whether you thought this was a desecration of some important uh, artifacts for the history of Egypt. And uh, you are? My name is Professor Farouk Bassar. Um, Hmm. Well, I'd be sure to sit down and discuss this with you after I've unwrapped this mummy for our host here. So you're doing it for the host. There's no sort of research interest here. Yes, that is correct. She is a benefactor of my digs. Ah, I see. So this is a this is a cost then. A cost that you can pay for with All right. Well, it's a dirty business, I suppose. In archaeology, we do get our hands dirty. That is correct. Professor Hewitt, is this one of yours that you dug up? Yes. I suppose you have to find your lady somewhere. He doesn't respond to that. Oh, Mason, more whiskey, please. I want to... Yes, of course. Yes, more whiskey. Oh, goodness, Mr. Clayton, you certainly drink a lot of whiskey. You know, I'm just... I'm just quite delighted. Like, let's let's get let's get to unwrapping. Yes, oh, just delighted. Let's go. let's go. All right. So, without further uh, dilly dally, Professor Hewitt, he starts to unwrap the mummy, starting from the feet, uh, removing the wrappings and revealing the desiccated flesh. And he starts to go up. Now he's at the knees, and then the torso. And he starts working on the face with his tools and his scalpel. Uh, And he's retrieved this from like a leather suitcase that he's put it to his side. And he unwraps the face. And it is the splitting image of Jessica Pemberley. So I'd like everyone to roll sand for me, please. Not desiccated? It looks desiccated. 
I got an eight, so I passed. I passed. I okay. failed. Okay, failure is a D3, pass is a one. Two. Right. And Jessica, she just... <gasps> and she just passes out. She faints. And while this is happening, mm -hmm. Professor Hewitt, he pulls out a large curved dagger from his tweed suit. And he says, the curse of a thousand years is upon you all. You shall die and she shall live again. And he plunges it into his chest and he's just bleeding all over this mummy. What's everyone doing? I'm going over to uh, Jessica. It's like, oh, oh, goodness. Jessica, please. I wonder how much it cost her to put on this show. It's quite very convincing, isn't it? This is, this is quite, quite fascinating. That knife right. looked like it was in really high quality. He pulls the knife out of his chest and he's starting to charge towards you. So Lucy, what are you doing? Uh, I was about to take a picture of this. Well, let's say you do. Uh, and then I'm going to run. <laughs> if he's going to charge me, I'm going oh, to yeah. run. Yeah, he's just bleeding everywhere. There's blood yeah. all over his suit. Um, so you're running. Sounds yeah. good to me. Clayton? Uh, seeing how uh, Jessica fainted and seeing how um, the professor is being this way, he's going to charge him, trying to take him down. All right, let's see a uh, roll of some sort, maybe a fighting brawl. Yeah, it's not that good, but anything for Jessica. Nope, he failed. Okay. Um, yeah. Right, so he's going to try and um, fight back. Let's see, just slashes with this curved blade and he succeeded so he nicks you and um you take five damage yeah maybe it was a little deeper than a nick as he gets you in the shoulder and you're bleeding your shirt oh. it's starting to get soaked in red oh Oh. You horrible ruffian. I'm going to whack him with my fan. <laughs> okay, let's see a roll. Let's see a fighting brawl roll, Gertrude. And then let's have Prof uh, Professor Basar go next. This is going to be very funny if... Okay. Uh, oh, I got a three. Yeah, I got a three. I, that's a, an extreme. Okay. Whack him with my fan. Okay, so, yeah, why don't you roll some... Uh, roll a d4. A d4. Actually, no, the extreme is just straight up uh, max damage. Okay, you you whap him in the head with the fan doing four damage. Uh, and then I, you, I you back stun up. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, oh. All right, Professor Vassar. Jeez. I'll hit him with the cane. All right, excellent. Fail. Okay, so with a fail, you try to swing. And you actually knock some uh, one of the lamps that was sitting over, and it just shatters. That lamp probably cost hundreds of dollars. And now it is Dr. Hewitt. And as he ducks out of the way from the cane, still bleeding, he's going to slash at you with his dagger. And he hits. That's going to be three damage to you, uh, Farouk, as he plunges it into your shoulder and then he starts 
to to cough and sputter and he just collapses to the floor unmoving everyone loses 10 power Ten please power. record this uh mason can you get some first aid to i have quite a g- gash uh, i i must attend to the mrs pemberley and then and then i will call the authorities oh. right away oh um, please or right away oh gertrude oh please oh. i know it's been a traumatic experience calm down everything is I fine i think i think jessica's Feeling that Mr. Hewitt or Professor Hewitt is um, uh, what a horrible, horrible man. Ghastly. Did, oh, did you goodness. stop him? I'll peek up, make a photo, hide again. Oh, yeah, he's laying there on the <laughs> ground, a pool of blood just emanating from his, uh, his body. Be sure, he's Mrs. A... Dowling, that you get that in your paper, that I whacked him with my fan. And I uh, taught him a lesson. Oh, right. the show she was—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's quite exciting. Look how much blood I have lost. But no, um... no. <laughs> no, I must sit down. I must sit down. Now Mason is going to carry Jessica over to the library where she can be laid down upon a fu- uh, a futon. Oh, um. I want to go over and and uh, in, inspect Doctor Hewitt and look at this knife that he had. Okay, yeah. So as you pick up this black curved dagger, it is just made of some kind of rare rock. Maybe it's highly polished. It's you think it's like obsidian. Oh. And obviously, it's soaked in this dark blood. Hmm. And he's gotten blood everywhere. It's Farouk's blood, Clayton's blood. It's all over the place. There's also blood on the mummy. Is, is um, there any items that the... Ed, Rupert, can you check if he's had any other weapons? A gun or something? Yeah, yeah I was going to check, actually, to see uh, you know, if he had anything on his person. Did he have any kind of like tattoos? Um, any any odd markings like that? Okay, so you're gonna tear away his shirt and yeah, yeah. There's some tattoos. There's what looks like to be hier- hieroglyphics. Can I attempt to read it? Of course. Mr. Professor, would you say that this behavior is typical for a member of your faculty? No. Uh, That is a success. Okay. So, yeah, these hieroglyphics, they are representations and they represent eternity, fertility, spring, and youth. Now, all of these symbols are sort of generative symbols around... um, uh, growth, um, and even to the point of infinity, uh, she did. He did say something along the lines of "someone will live forever." I really do wonder if all of this mummy curse stuff is madness caused by these these people that come to Egypt and don't know how to take care of themselves, and they get dehydrated and they kind of lose their minds. I think. But perhaps, perhaps there's something on the on the cloth. He did spend some time 
unwrapping the thing. Maybe there's poison on it that drove him out of his mind. If I'd was... like everyone to make a power roll, please. Success. Wow. If you fail, yes. you lose five power as you're starting to feel drained. And looking at your own skin, it's starting to wrinkle and almost desiccate. Okay. So who here failed? All right. By five. So can I spend luck for this? Yeah, of course. Then. Oh, no, I have not that much luck. No, no. Okay, very well. I, so, I... Mason, he, you can see him running from the library to the kitchen area where they have a telephone. Oh, yes, I must call the authorities. Spend that. Uh, Lou, uh, Mrs. Uh, Dowling, are you, are you feeling okay? Like, uh... Yeah, you can see her skin. It's starting to dry up underneath all the makeup. You, you need oh. some water. Uh, maybe I can go to the kitchen to get some water. Does anyone would like some water? I know I need some water. Is it, but um, he did have a grave demeanor when he walked in. I, it was hard to read him at first, but I think his intentions reflect that. He knew he was in his final moments from the very get-go. What do we make of all of this? Uh, a horrible, horrible situation. Uh. Robert, this is a strange time for introductions. What are you a businessman of? I'm a general entrepreneur. I typically invest in uh, business, various types huh. of business interests. Um, I do find it odd that he said she will live again. It's reflected in the hieroglyphics as well. I think he's obsessed with it. Uh, I, I don't think this is part of some sort of deep cult. I think more likely this is a neurotic. He's simply uh, out of his wits uh, again. Cult? You said cult? I, I said it was not. I said I don't think it's a cult. What about the dice? Mrs. Howard. I'd like a spot hidden at this point. Nope. I, I just... Regular pass. Pass. It might be a trick of the light, but the mummy is looking a bit more hydrated as it's laying there on the table. Yeah. Professor, I am not really a scientist, but um, this mummy does bear a striking resemblance to uh, Jessica Pemberley. Might be and, a fake. Uh, do I know it's not a fake by looking at it? Just it's completely obvious. It's a real mummy. Okay, this is. There are very strange coincidences in the world we live in, and sometimes things play out such that somebody has some features that makes them seem like someone else, and uh, I think we're dealing with that. People expect ancient mummies and 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 such to have radically different bodies than we have, but no, they were people just like us. Well, but but your own features are very Egyptian, and her, she's English. Well, um, certain uh, variations of human structure can 
can make someone look like uh, people from far away. Sometimes people have a child that looks like someone from another country. It's, it's just how all of this works. Uh, all this gruesome business. It, I didn't think it was such a sophisticated thing to unwrap a dead body. And now we have another dead body. Yes, I think that these, this, this grim image provides a gruesome parallel to what you were trying to make a child's game. But perhaps we should wrap up Mr. Hewitt's body and send it back to Egypt as fair play. At this point, Mason sorry, comes back. Um, I, I do apologize. Um, can, uh, is any of you a medical doctor? Or does or, or do you know first aid or anything? Jessica Pemberley well, will not wake up. Has she? Well, do you have smelling salts? Yes, yes. I probably, I probably have some smelling salts in my. Right. You know, women pass out. We do, don't we, Lucy? Darling? Well, it uh, hasn't happened to me, but then again, I've never worn a corset. Well, you're right. a rather butch woman, anyway. So. Uh, and I, I do suppose we should leave this crime scene for the police to investigate. Uh, yes, um, let's leave it at that. Don't want to go near that uh, dead body. <laughs> right, right. Horrid, horrid. Please, please, why don't we relax in the library? I I do have to apologize once more on behalf of Mrs. Uh, Miss Pemberley. Well, if... If anything, I'm just gonna go outside and take a smoke, you know, but it's uh it's a lot to take in. So Clayton's gonna go outside. Why don't you just smoke in here? Everybody oh, I need some fresh does. air. You know, the the smell of blood, especially blood from myself. Oh yeah. Fresh air would do me good, at least for a little oh. bit. I'll I'll return after. You did that's a Farouk that I, I, I struck him in self-defense. Yes, of course. Um, you're quite skilled with that fan you have there. I guess so. so my karate training. Okay. So, where's everyone? What is everyone doing? I'll be joining Mr. Moody. Okay. And sit down in a nice, big, comfortable chair. Yes. There's, Very nice. there's a terrace, right? We can go there and smoke looking at the map. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Bevan? Um, I actually want to go check on Jessica. Of course, she's in the library. And you, Professor Bassar? Um, I will be going to the library. Okay, cool. So as you're in the library, Mason's attending to Jessica, and he's putting these smelling salts next to her nose, and it's not working at all. He says, uh, oh, dear, this is... Oh dear. Is she, is she is she breathing? Yes, she she is. Um perhaps you should call the doctor as well. That's a good idea. Um All right, I will head directly over there. Uh, our only phones in the kitchen. Is anyone going with them? <sighs> I'll go with Mason. She, she promised us an exciting night, but my goodness. Okay, so Rupert, you're heading over to the kitchen, and that's when he enters the scullery. 
and he starts to dial on the phone their family doctor uh give me a spot hidden roll oh no 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 okay uh roll sand uh uh oh no failed down d8 oh geez seven all right roll intelligence we're gonna just get the mechanics out of the way so we can determine what happens okay intelligence that is a regular pass okay do you want to spend some luck to the fail (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Actually. Let's see. Um, wait a minute. How much luck do I need to spend? That's going to be like 25 luck. Up to you. Yeah, I'll I'll spend it to, to fail. Okay. Sounds good. Well, this is what happens. As he's dialing on the rotary phone, this mummy just appears, right? So you're watching the kitchen door. It doesn't appear from the kitchen door. It's just suddenly behind Mason. And it absolutely twists his head backwards. And he's, he's, he's like an owl, except the only difference is that owls can survive having their heads 180 degrees. And then with a, he just tears it off. And there's just blood everywhere. Uh, what are you doing? I am walking living mummy. I am pulling my revolver and backing up. Okay. Are you going to fire? Oh, yes. Let's see it. Three, one. Ooh, that's nice. That is... That is a hard. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Damage is 1d8. Two. Two. Okay. So... You pull out your revolver, shaking with shaking hands. You take aim... And you fire at center mass into this mummy and doesn't do anything. It just bullet breaks and falls on the floor. It's like the body was metal. And the rest of you who are in the library and on the terrace, you just hear a large gunshot coming from inside. Uh, what else are you doing, Rupert? It's turned its attention towards you. Yeah, I. And it's I, just going for you. Yeah, I have a very high sense of self-preservation, so I'm going to. Um, you and we're in the scullery, you said. Yes, that's correct. Okay, hey, so give I'm me gonna... an intelligence roll. Okay. Oh my golly! No, no, no. <laughs> Ninety-two. Okay, so you have no idea how it got there. This mummy, this walking living mummy. So, which way are you running? Um, I'm going to run into the kitchen and um, I'm actually going to run through the kitchen completely 
and see if I can shut the door and if there's a way to bar the door. Oh, yes. Yes. There's uh, there's some there's a table in the kitchen as well as some uh, heavier tables. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. They're, they're pretty heavy. You're an older man, so I'm gonna require strength strength roll. Okay. As you struggle, you throw your cane to the side to get a good grip on this furniture. Yeah, and that is regular pass. Okay. Right, and as you're doing this, you like knock over some things. You you knock over a monstera plant, and there's just pots and pans that splatter all over the kitchen floor from uh, the dinner that was made. And then there's just pounding, pounding on the door. And then it stops. What are you doing? Well, I'm going to take a moment and just kind of listen after it stops. Okay. Meanwhile, in the library and in the terrace, what are you all doing? Oh, did you hear the gunshot? Gunshot? It's probably furniture falling. No, I'm sure I heard a gunshot. This is Dowling. Did you hear that? Sounds like a gunshot. Yeah. Probably just a gas explosion or something. Wait, sorry. (laughs) Two of them talked at once. Were you in the military by any chance? Uh, I mean, I, I can handle a shotgun pretty well. If this place has a shotgun, I can do something. Hmm. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah. We should probably investigate. Let's check out the others. Let's go to the library. I'll be right behind you. Okay. So we just go to the library to convene with the others. Okay. Uh, I'm sure some of you just look startled because of this loud noise. Did you and hear that? Yeah. You're all there. Clayton and uh, Lucy. You're meeting up with Gertrude and Professor Bassar. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I we heard a, a gunshot. Like it's it's quite loud. Um, wait, where where's Ru- where's Rupert? Oh, he's not there. Uh, where where did Rupert go? Do you do you two know? No. Um, but again, let's not get. I think we're all very paranoid after the ridiculous scene that unfolded before us. It's probably furniture falling or a gas um, explosion of some kind. Uh, we, we, we should investigate okay. either way, but uh, don't get uh, too much anxiety unless, it's, unless we find that it's warranted. I just, I just wonder if Jessica has like a, a, maybe a, a gun or something I could use, maybe a shotgun. You don't think it's warranted? I mean, I've just seen a guy disembowel himself, spraying blood everywhere. This, this anxiety is warranted. Let's, let's, let's go find uh, Mr. Bevan. Oh. I'm oh. going to shout his name. Yeah, okay. So, Rupert, you heard, you hear your name being shouted out? Yeah, I don't, I don't respond. Um, my my intention at this moment is I'm leaning against this table and I'm just listening for to to really kind of determine if that thing is going to continue to come through the door. I'm, I'm, you, you can give me a 
I'll listen, roll then. Okay. Um, no. Okay. Once again, you don't, you don't hear anything. All right. And once again, those in the library, you're calling out for uh, Mr. Bevan. It's echoing throughout this spacious home. And ask a shout for the butler as well. All right. Yeah, you hear that as well, Mr. Bevan. Okay. Um, anybody? At this point, um, I'm I'm gonna gonna leave my position and start to move back toward the uh, the reception room and. The, and okay. The no, yeah, mummy's not there <laughs> on the table. Oh, it's not there on the table. No. Oh dear. It's it's okay, I agree, true. Like, well, you can we'll hear those. Mr. Bevan's gate as he uses his cane to make his way to the library. Finally, where have you been? Yes, what happened? Well, the butler is dead. And I'll be damned if it wasn't that mummy. Where are the police? Um, when you say it was the mummy, what do you mean by that? I don't know like where it curse? came from. The one that was here on the table. It attacked oh. the butler. Damn near twisted his head off. Oh, you no. feeling quite all right? Really? I'm sorry. Are you are you feeling quite all right? No, I'm not Did... all right. I just got attacked. I, th- there's no such thing as uh, mummies are the corpses of people. They don't attack people. I, I think you mean someone that wore mummy robes, something but, like but, that. But the Professor Hewitt put a curse on us, don't you see? There's there's no such thing as curses. And where did the mummy go? Yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, looking in the reception room, you'll see that the mummy's gone. I shot that mummy almost point blank. Practically didn't phase it ran into the kitchen and barred the door. Ah, so I wonder if the mummy's been stolen. Oh, but this oh, professor... Oh, steal it. No one's here. Are, you are, are in any, denial at this point, professor. Are there any tracks in the blood in the reception area of a mummy walking away? Yeah, there is. There is. And see, it's actually going northeast to, like, um. A hidden passageway that's a jar. If you, you look on the map, it, it's there. Mummy prints on the floor. And everyone roll power again, please. Uh, if you fail, lose five power. Pass. Pass I well. somehow keep pass. holding myself together. Fail. Okay, if you fail, lose five power. Let me I know if you get the zero. I'm at 40 right now. Okay. Lucy's looking a little more withered. And then, Lucy, I think you need to drink some more water. Yeah, you're, you're, you feel kind I, of dry. I'd rather have some of that whiskey that you're drinking. Oh, I, ha- I have some of my own stuff. Here. He takes out his flask. Here, have some. It's, it's good, especially during these uh, interesting and uh, fun times. <laughs> okay. And 
at this point, I'd like everyone to make a listen roll as well. I passed. Yeah. Passed. Okay. No. You hear I one passed. of the balloons pop from the drawing room. It just... Poof. Hear that? Did anyone get a heart? No. Okay. And you're all standing in this reception room uh, mm-hmm. with the empty table and the canopic jars and some other decorations. Blood everywhere. The body of Dr. Uh, Professor Hewitt. Rupert, it's really hard to know what to do unless unless we get a clear picture of what happened in that other room. Are you saying that someone murdered the butler? Is that what happened? Oh, absolutely. Twisted his head off. Oh, I mean, if you want to go look, you oh. are certainly welcome. Oh, Quite oh, gruesome. Twisted. twisted. Uh, yes, let's, let's have a look. Okay, who's going? Is it safe to go alone with this whoever... I'll still say the mummy is around. I think it's best to stick together, in my opinion. There's another balloon pop. And now you're oh. hearing the shuffling coming towards you from the drawing oh, room. No. Okay, let, let, let's go to where where did you where was the butler last, uh, Rupert? Can you lead us to it? Oh, I'm uh, yes. gonna go. I'll go, go see what this is about, though with the with the balloons popping. Uh, you guys can go that way. Um and actually, uh, if if no one is gonna stop Clayton, he's gonna take one of the canopic jars. Okay. Um. So, you pick it up, right? To to take it. Yeah, I'll take and the jackal-headed one. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. There's something inscribed underneath it. Ooh. Looks like in it's in Arabic, though. Yeah, Clayton uh, doesn't know anything about. Uh, about this like, temporally am i still there when she's moving that no roll sand please oh, roll sanity yes as you enter the drawing room that's going to be a fail all right d8 because your your worldview is has just been shattered uh that's a five that's a five so you understand uh, well, let's see if you understand. Roll uh, intelligence, and you're, you're welcome to roll luck for fun. Oh, I'm not roll luck. I use luck if you'd like. Uh, oh, you, you, I can use luck to go downward. Uh, yeah, to to Just bump it, to your intelligence it. up. Yeah, if you'd like. Oh, oh, to bump the intelligence. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll spend two luck. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. So yeah, you lose the five, and there in the flesh is a shambling mummy. And it looks like it's about to wring your throat out. So it is your turn, though, on the combat order. Okay. As it just shambles towards you, it pops another balloon as it steps on it. Um, I will. Right, I suppose I'll run. Okay. So you've never seen Professor Bassar look so scared in his life as you what? run back into the reception room. Oh, Professor Passau, what is it? I have no. It's unclear what I've what I've. Uh, I, that was not a human being. This is no costume. 
It's up, shambling it? towards you. I'm running. I hear it. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm I, going to grab the nearest candle and or kerosene lamp. Okay, yeah. And throw it at the fucking thing. Uh, oh, sorry, my language. <laughs> right, right. So if you're all waiting to see it, then roll, roll sanity, please. Jeez, I've been getting great rolls all night long on a pass. Okay, on a pass, it's going to be one on a failure. It's going to be D8. As it comes around the corner, dragging its feet, arms outstretched. Oh, oh. Well, it throws whatever it's burning at. Oh, throw. Yeah. At that time, probably not very good. 20. And I got 64. So okay. I throw it right past, hit the curtains, and light the house on fire. Yeah, oh, it actually oh. does. There's oh. fire in the house, and it's starting Oops. to spread. The mummy walks through it, and the only thing than a living mummy trying to kill you is a mummy on fire that's trying to kill you. Oh, oh, I'm running. I'm running to the other. I'm getting out. Of, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. And you're shambling. Lucy, what, what are you doing? Yeah, so I wanted to see the, the body of the, uh, of the butler. Okay. So you so, went ahead. So you don't see it. Yeah. So it was. Well, the door the is barricaded. Room. Oh. Yeah. Do I see any damage to the door? Yeah, a little. Some of it's cracked. And you're, if you're standing in the kitchen, some of it's bent outward from, like, the force of a fist hitting it. I'll take a picture of that. Okay, very nice. Uh, I'm just going to go on in this initiative order once more. Mm-hmm. Clayton, you're in the moon, you're in this room with the mummy. It's, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's going towards you. I got one of the canopic jars. I'm going to run. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right, Basar. It's your turn. Oh, where am I? So you're in the reception room having seen the mummy and you ran back and then you told everyone in the party and then it just started to shamble outward. And I'm still in the reception room? Yeah, yeah. Probably Can closer to the corridor. Okay, I'll just run to the corridor. Okay. Sounds good. Would you like to do anything else? Uh, once I'm in the corridor, I guess I'll just run for the for outside. Okay, sounds good. All right, and Gertrude, you threw the lamp, and Rupert, it's back. I'm, I'm gonna take another shot at it, because that seems like what I can do. Okay. Uh, one shot, three shots. One, just one. Yep. So you bravely level your gun. Maybe you're still shaking. Yeah, I'm still shaking because because I failed that roll. Okay, and it just goes wide. The bullet, uh, the gun gets discharged, and then the bullet flies out the window with a horrible smash. <laughs> okay, so the mummy's going to go towards you, Rupert, now. And would you like to fight back or dodge? Um, I'm going to dodge. Okay. That's that's really unfortunate. Uh, you're gonna need an extreme. Oh, oh! It's making horrible cat noises. Yeah. And a fail. And a fail. Okay. Do you want? Do you want to spend luck before I roll damage? I don't have that luck. 
Very well. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is what it does. It, it really just grips you and it grips your shoulders and it squeezes and you just feel your shoulder blades just snap and get crushed and you oh. take eight damage. So oh, and sure. that's, that's over half. So I'd like you to roll con now because of oh. a major wound. I'm rolling terrible. So no, I did not pass that. Okay, you you absolutely just lights out. You, you get knocked out, which is not not optimal. Lucy, it's your turn. You crumple. So you're still in the kitchen. You're looking. Mm-hmm. So I hear this a, a gunshot in the back. And then you hear just like <laughs> something snap. Okay. I can't see the Yeah, I'm I'm running towards it. Um it's on the way out. <laughs> so... Okay, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, and perhaps you even see Professor Bassar uh, running out. You see uh, him running. You see his back. Come and on. now, <laughs> Bassar, you're going to continue running? Um, yeah, I don't think there... I, 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 it looked like Bevern's having quite a time with it. So I don't know if there's anything I can do to stop it. So I think I will sure. keep running. Okay. And Gertrude? Oh, um, I've I've grabbed the fireplace poker uh, just so that I can keep it away from me if it comes at me. But I'm trying to find a way out. Are there are there windows, large windows on this? Yes. Are they are they the kind that a man can open for me? Um, because well, you know, Clayton is there to open a window for you. Clayton, open a window. I'll lift I, up my dress and climb to... out the. I, I, yeah, and uh, I have I have one of the canopic jars. I think there's some weird squiggles on it. We'll uh, smash it. Maybe it's the magical or something. I'll I'll take the time to with one hand. I can't go open the window for Gertrude. Okay. And yeah, and meanwhile it's shambling towards you. So I'm gonna hike up my dress. Don't look, and uh, try to climb out the window. Fantastic. Okay, wonderful. I'd like everyone to roll power now. If you fail, you lose oh five. Oh, God. You got 03. 03. Very nice. I've gotten a great roll every single time. So I lost five power. I was right. at zero magic points, actually. So oh, this is, not, my... this is not magic points. This is just power. Right, but if my capacity lowers, does it... I don't know how that works. But... We'll just worry about the power okay. value. For now. So, uh, so I believe what you're at 35. Oh, uh, I failed too. Um, okay, so lower by five. Uh, yep, 35 here as well. Yeah, okay. I failed that. Yeah, everyone failed, loses five. You, if you look at one another, you're really not looking good. You're starting to look like skin and bones. Only the power losers? Well, people who have lost power at all. Can I? I haven't lost any power, so yeah. yeah. Mummy's Can looking I... a little better. Like patches of flesh are starting to. Good. Did you form lose up. ten like the rest of us in the beginning? Yeah, you lost ten. Everyone lost ten. I once, did. Uh, I did lose Peter. ten in the yeah. beginning. 
And I feel like now that I feel like I'm cursed somehow for the first time, I think I will go back and try to help other people escape. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so because you opened that window and you were taking time to do that, the mummy has gotten to you, Clayton. Would you like to fight back or dodge? Uh, a dodge because I'm better. At Let's rest. roll it. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, Mr. Right. Clayton. Uh, you are gonna t- you're going to need a regular or better. I got extreme success. Okay. So maybe it lunges forward, trying to grab you, trying to wring the life out of you. And it, it knocks uh it knocks apart some of these de- decorations. It goes flying into uh one of the corners, which is just filled with gold balloons. Lucy, it's your turn. What are you doing? You're still running? Uh and you're feeling if, weaker. If yeah, do I get to the reception room? Yeah. Okay, so I see the scene. Yeah, you're seeing a, a, a mummy that's walking, uh, so please roll, uh, roll sanity. Uh, it's, yeah, it's I, trying to kill Clayton, right? Yeah, I, I make it. All right, you make it, just one. And meanwhile, Clayton's he's opened the window. He's dodged this, this abomination. Gertrude is already out of the house. I see Revan, Revan uh, uh, Bevan next to the door. Yeah, Bevan is passed out. It looks like his his arms are just folded inwards from the crushing weight. I I try to grab him and uh, carry him out. Okay, sounds good. Can I mean, I the room is on fire as well. So yes, it is. <laughs> Can I get a strength roll? Uh, yeah. Okay. I will spend three luck to make it a success. So perhaps you even drag him out into the corridor. Uh, he definitely needs medical attention. He's just knocked out like a light. Clayton, you've just dodged death. Yeah. Uh, if and I still have the canopic jar, right? I didn't drop it or anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, is it possible for me to still follow Gertrude out the window? Say since I've dodged the mummy, like what's the? If you'd like. Yeah, because the room is on fire. I finally got a Gertrude out. He's gonna go after she. So, so I'll go out the window. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So you, you avoid the mummy and then you climb out of the window. Uh, roll luck. All right. Because you're doing this in quite a hurry. Ooh, success. Success? All right. So you managed to hold on to the canopic jar. Mm-hmm. Professor Basar. Okay. So you're at, outside. At a... You're free. It's nighttime now. Uh, you can see smoke and flames gertrude said she was running through the garden do i see gertrude running well it'd be on the north side and exiting this building from the terrace would put you on the south side oh got it so i don't see anyone within my vision you probably hear screaming okay uh can i can i circle the house of course of course and in that case you do see gertrude Gertrude, where's Clayton? Where's Rupert? Where's I Lucy? don't know. I'm just trying to get the hell away. I just got out, so he would see me, right? Uh, you're, you're climbing out, so uh, I, oh, okay. you're, you're making your way there. There's a flaming mummy. Yes, there do is. 
do I see Clayton trying to climb out or is it not led back? That, do I not visualize the situation correctly? Uh, you, you can't see it from this angle. Like you went around the house and Gertrude basically met you at one of the corners. So Clayton would be around the corner climbing out the window at this moment. Okay. And you're having this interaction. So Gertrude, and what are you doing as you're having this interaction with for, uh, Professor Passar? I'm still, I'm running away as I'm doing this. It's, it's, okay. I'm not going to stop to chat with you now, darling. <laughs> And in that case, I guess you would see Clayton as he makes his way out, cradling this canopic jar. Uh, can I help him? If you'd like, you can maybe assist him, grab him by the shoulder and move. Remember, he's still bloodied and uh, bleeding from the incident with Professor Hewitt, how he, he stabbed him. Um, I'm wounded a little bit too, not as badly. Uh, Clayton... Um, where's Rupert and Lucy? I, I, I don't know, but uh, I think you can read this. There's something at the bottom of the jar. See? See? Like squiggles or something? Uh, uh, I've got 93. You've got like 93 in Arabic. Yeah. You can definitely read that. So underneath the canopic jar, it mentions something about it's like a recipe from like a almost a cookbook and the contents of the jars are to be fried and eaten while chanting the warding hmm i i just suppose i don't have time to talk about this right now but i i, I yes i do i do read that um where where do you didn't see Rupi, rupert and lucy on your way out no, I was I was helping Gertrude out out the window, and and the room was on is on fire. But, yeah. Uh, so I I didn't have time. I I was just. Uh, but yeah, that's, we we should make sure they're not stuck in the house somewhere, shouldn't we? Yes, but do you see? There's flames coming out. The the smoke will catch us if 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 the flames don't. All the more reason to get someone out of there. I think I think they're just fine. Please. Uh, I don't think they're fine. <laughs> he Clayton doesn't have time. He's just trying to get out, okay, and okay. he just yeah he he shoved the canopic jar into Professor's hands because he knows how to deal with that better. Wonderful. All right, so Rupert, you are unconscious, and you're being dragged into the corridor. I'd like everyone to make a power roll again. Me as well. Yes. If you fail, lose five. Power. Okay. Lose fail. five. Finally. Thirty power left. 30 yeah. Five. I'm missing every roll <laughs> so far. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one failing. <laughs> right. Just patches of hair are starting to fall out now. From all of you. Even me, I've only lost. Oh, no, not 15. you, Gertrude. You're too <laughs> wonderful. I guess I wouldn't want my Slowly. beautiful, luxurious hair to exactly fall out. Sounds good. All right. Now that stuff has calmed down, the house is on fire, the Grange is on fire, and it's it's slowly spreading. What's everyone doing? Just out of combat. So I'm, I uh, just pull Bevan out and uh, uh, 
onto the terrace. Yep. And uh, there is no CPR. I mean, I just leave him there. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> okay. Um, if you have first aid, you're welcome to use it. Mm. Try and wake him up. Or oh, you can I do something else. For medicine. No, yeah. I, tried. I, I, I use first aid, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no. Mm. Okay. Was that a fumble? O almost. Ni okay. 92. All right. All right. That's good. So, all right. What's everyone else doing? Would attempting first aid on him after Lucy be pushing the roll? Yes. And I only have base first aid. And if uh, you fail, you'll, you'll basically kill him. Well, that, that's fine because he'll die anyway. Um, Great. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll do that. I also only have base. Can I support him in pushing the wall? No. No. <laughs> All right. So you're really getting desperate. Oh, that sucks. Um, let me see if I can. You can't spend, spend luck on a push roll. Oh, damn it. Okay. So in your. Um, with the adrenaline pumping you kind of mistakenly start doing chest compressions on him. <laughs> and then you just hear his ribs snap. Oh. Everyone roll sand. Because uh, Rupert Bevan is dead. Well, I'm far outside, so I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah. Rolling yeah, I, one. I'm outside, does, too. Does right. rolling a one do anything? <laughs> I don't think it does. Uh, take one. You're going to take minimum. Because you did just kill someone accidentally. And everyone else uh, in the area? I've awesome. probably gotten out to the road. All right. Yeah, you've gotten out to the road. I imagine her place is quite a while, quite a ways from. The it town. is. It's a long dirt road. I'm running along the dirt road with my dress hiked up and my high okay. heels poking little holes. In I the might dirt. be following a Gertrude, trying to help her. You can probably yeah, catch sounds up and good. ask me. <laughs> yeah. Or just ca can I carry Gertrude? Like... Oh, uh, probably not, darling. I'm a little bit heavy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's... Right. Okay. I, so... I look at, at the professor. Is he? Does he look as drained and basically Oh, yeah. He, he looks, looks like shit. You don't remember him looking that old. Professor, you look the way that I'm feeling. And you're looking at Lucy, but uh, Professor Bassar, and she looks way older than she initially looked as well. Something, something has happened to us. I, I, we have been permanently scarred. I, uh... I think it's still going on. I feel weaker by the minute. It's the curse. All right. She's sucking our life energy. All right, make power roll. No. <laughs> All right, lose five. Everyone, this is for everyone, no matter what distance where you are. Do you know a way of stopping this curse? You must have stumbled upon uh, things like that in the past. My research has focused on the material world as it has been understood by science 
I, I can't make anything of this. It, it doesn't even seem to be in my field. So you're useless. I suppose. Ah, oh, great. Okay. She looks back at the at the house. Do you think there's something in there in the books that you can read fast? Uh, you can make an idea roll after you said that. 80. Want to spend luck? I don't have enough luck. <laughs> okay. And everyone can make this idea roll who's at the building. Oh, oh, that's theoretically. Not an extreme success. Okay. Yeah. Right. So there might be some books. Uh, you are aware that uh, Miss Pemberley does have a journal as well. Yeah, um, while like he's with uh, Gertrude, uh, an idea popped in his head that, wait, there's, Jessica has a journal. We, we need to go back, Gertrude. So, you're, you're, you're out of your mind. You want to go back? But but look at us. We're You're not as young as you. I'm sorry to say, you don't look quite uh, youthful. I'm not, I bet I look like shit too, but. We need to go back. It's, it must be the curse. The thing is draining our, our life force. That nasty Mr. Professor Hewitt did this to us. Exactly. But we he had, she had a journal. There might be something that oh, could help us. But but what use could I be? I'm Your fan. Remember, you thwatted the mummy with your fan. Remember that moment. Carry that I, moment. I, I threatened Miss Mr. Sh Professor. But you would have banned. Yes, yes. I, what I mean by that is that you Dirty are a son of a bastard. You are a capable woman. Oh. Use that fan oh. for your fan can help us. Come on, Gertrude. Let, let's I go. don't have anyone to protect me, so I, I have to go back with you, don't I? I, I, I I'll I'll protect oh. you, Gertrude. And he tries to oh. give a give I'm her a reassuring hug. Take and, off these fucking shoes and I can walk barefoot. It'd be much better. Yes, toss, toss away those, toss Sounds away good. Those shoes. Let's go. Let's go, Gertrude. We can do this. Uh, can do this. <laughs> Meanwhile, those back at the Grange, Baruch Basar and Lucy Dowling, what are you doing? Uh, when I recall the bottom of the canoptic jar, was mm -hmm. it was it giving just instructions to do something without a result of doing it? Right. Uh, it says chant the warding. And, and what, did it say that there would be some specific benefit or I mean, some specific result? Or was it just, oh, chant the warning or the warding. warding? So W-A-R-D. Uh, so oh. warding is most likely protections or. Might, might I think that the warding was the hieroglyphics contained on the jar or unlikely? No, you didn't see anything about like awarding or like um, a chant at all on the jars itself I there's also three other jars inside oh yeah 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 um i will return inside into the burning building okay bold lucy are you following what are you doing 
we, we have to stop. We, there's one chance out. Either we wait here and die or we go to the source of the problem and see if we can cut it from the stem. So okay. you want to fight the mummy or what are you looking for? No, I, mummy, I, I follow him while we talk. Rupert is the result of trying to fight the mummy. He, he stands as a grim warning, a canary in the coal mine, as it were. Anyway, we're not trying to fight the mummy. Okay. Okay, then I'm hoping for a good idea on your part. So the mummy is nowhere to be seen. The reception room is almost covered in flames. I, I and want the jars to... are through the flames. I want to gather all of the jars awkwardly in my arms and try to get them all and hold them. To, and okay, bring so them. you're going to have to run through some fire if you want to yeah. do that. So I'll, I'll go take... get some water to... All right, from the kitchen? Cool him. Yeah, cool him off when he gets out. Sure. Because he's running directly in. <laughs> okay, so that is... Are you getting water from the kitchen or the bathroom? Uh, bath is directly next to the fire. I go to the kitchen. Okay. Roll luck. Uh, no, that's a fail. Okay. You're hearing shambling from the kitchen. Gets <laughs> slower. Moving backwards. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, oh. <laughs> Very nice. Meanwhile, the reception room is still burning. Where are the police? I don't I, know. Uh, I, Clayton, I give you my uh, uh, fireplace uh, poker oh. with a hook on it. Okay. And you're basically at the Grange again? Yes. We came yeah. back probably to the same window we climbed out of. Okay. Oh. I suppose you'd see the dead body of Rupert laying up in the front. because Oh, poor yeah. Rupert. Oh, God. Yeah. So roll, roll sanity for me, please. It's going to be a zero slash one. Sand loss. Ah, oh, pass. Okay. Oh, oh, he's dead. Oh my goodness. Okay, he's been cr his shoulder blades have been crushed. Uh, don't look. Don't look here. Take take oh. a take a swig of my flask here. 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 Oh. Some alcohol would help. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you, darling. Oh, yes, there you go. Meanwhile, back inside you're you're waiting for water, but it's not coming. Lucy runs down the corner. I'll go without the water. Okay. Uh, did you drink the entire thing? The Only about half, darling, but now I feel much more up to fighting this kitchen. monster. All right, and I'll take the con I... roll as you run through fire and yeah. smoke, and it's it's just filling up. That's a 91. Okay, so, yeah, you burn yourself, but let's say you get a little lucky, I, one damage, and you grab the canopic jars, all of them, and then I want to, um, okay, if she, the, I, w I wonder if the journal is on her person or in her room or something. 
Um, well, most people keep their journals in their rooms. I, I'll try to try to head to where I think her room would be most likely. Okay. Yeah, that might be upstairs. There's no or, upstairs. But let's go to Miss Pemberley. You start to wake up. And um, what part of the house am I in? You are in the library. You're, you've woken up on a sofa. It smells like smoke. Yeah. As soon as I come to kind of my senses, I look around and I see the smoke and I'm like really disoriented. Like, what is going on? Where is everyone? And you're hearing that being called out. Oh, is it? She's awake. She can help us. I'll run towards the library. Do okay. we all hear it? Well, yeah, Professor you all hear is it. carrying this stuff. Oh, my beloved Jessica. I mean, like, Jessica. <laughs> what have you done to my house? It's no need to explain. We have to... Where's your journal? Like, what, what do you want with my journal? There might be something... I just thought about... There's, there might be something in there. I think at this point we're all in the same area. You are... Uh, Completely crazy people. What are you going on about? You do remember that you did get a letter addressed to you, uh, just signed from HC, but you haven't had a chance to open it yet because of the preparations for the party. And that's tucked into your journal. Okay. I, I, what, I guess I can help. What is, can you explain what is going on? I don't understand. Well, um, the, the unwrapping party is a success in the sense where the mummy is alive. Anywho. Oh, my. Uh, and your businessman, uh, Rupert, is dead. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and um i was like but yeah there's something in the journal that could that could help us look at us we're, we're getting older see look i'm not as handsome as i used to be oh yes you look very bad I, very I, bad exactly you need some moisturizer dear but well, i would ask mason for some moisturizer but he's also dead you killed my butler no, no the mommy killed him <laughs> Oh my god. My golly, I, I'm gonna have to really think about the guest list next time. This is terrible. You are all terrible guests. <laughs> We're not the cause of this, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Jessica. Fine, fine, fine. Let's let's go to my, my bedroom. We'll 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 get my journal. We're all going to the bedroom. Okay. Uh you're hearing sirens in the distance. Yeah, and I uh, I will get my journal and um, I will uh, hand uh, Clayton my journal and I will read the letter okay. myself. Um, perhaps you meet Lucy there as well as they're going upstairs. Okay. Um, there's a lot of smoke, uh, but you are able to retrieve your journal that you've been writing in. Um, and you open up the letter and it is in... It is in Arabic. Okay. 
And um, I suppose I don't speak any or read. No, but it does say for your protection and it's signed HC. Okay. Uh, You do know as owner of the establishment that there is a uh, Arabic to English translation book in the library that hasn't caught on fire yet. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. And, and I will, um, yeah, I will tell them that that I have this letter, but I need to translate it. Wait, wait, uh, uh, Jessica, where's the where's the professor? Where is uh, the professor at this time? I was trying to look for a uh, bedroom, her bedroom upstairs. Okay, so let's say you find her. Yes, and I'm holding all these jars. Oh, well, I can help you with that, professor. Uh, okay. Um, professor, do you happen to, to read Arabic? It's my native language. Oh, excellent. Could you read this letter, please? It says, for my protection. The dead shall stay dead. The past is the past. For we are the present and the future. We consume what once was to protect ourselves from what should not be. Right. We have to say that. I believe so. I believe this is the warding the jars were referring to. There is a sort of ritual I think we must perform if we are to fully uh, eliminate this curse from us. Uh, now that I have all the canoptic jars with me, can I read the uh, all four of them? Strange thing, only the bottom of one of them is engraved. It looks like it was, upon closer inspection, it was added on, like, after, mm. like, a, like a note, because the other jars, they don't have any writing at all. I will follow the instruction on the jar to the letter. Okay, so it's basically a recipe, so you'd have to season the contents inside and cook it. Hmm. Um, Rupert, in an attempt to save his own life, barred up the kitchen. We were going to need to, uh, we were going to need to remove that barricade. The creatures in the kitchen. So Lucy is trying to be very silent most of the time, while you are, guys are talking loudly right. normally. So she's staying in the background. And I'm assuming everyone's uh, upstairs at this point. Yeah. All right, then make a listen roll. Success. Okay. With success, you're hearing creaking as something is putting weight on the stairs. I spent two points to make it hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's probably coming up the stairs. Uh, uh, Jessica, the 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 diagram shows a servant stairs. Uh, do you know your way to that, um, uh, Jessica? Jessica. Um. Um. Yes. Yes. I. I do. I don't make frequent trips there, but yes. Let's go. Okay. Can... So, with the guidance of Jessica, you're able to make your way down the stairs and avoid whatever is lurking around the corner. What's everyone doing now? The reception room is fully on fire. Thick black smoke has 
eaten up the curtains. The balloons have just started popping from the heat. We need to Fine. remove the barricade on the kitchen. Uh, the barricade is on the scullery. Oh. So we can enter uh, enter the other way, through the servants hall and yeah. delivery, right? So if we go through the servants hall, we avoid the fire the longest. So that would be best. Yeah. Uh, let's let's do this quickly. We don't we don't have that much time. Okay. So you rush into the kitchen. Fire in the background. Who's cooking? Well, Farouk knows the recipe. Which which skill is that? <laughs> oh, I just need to know who's cooking. Mummy cooking. I, I I'll cook. Um, yeah, I'll cook. Okay. So you start your preparations. You open up these canopic jars and you start to get the contents ready. And when you pour out these, the contents, I'd like everyone to make a sand roll because you're seeing bulbous and glistening organs with, with fluid. And they should not be like that. The fail is going to be a D4. Success is zero. These should these should be dried up. What's everyone else doing? I I'll try to bar the door of the kitchen. Uh yeah, same. Um, I'll help her with that. Okay, well, there's only enough furniture to really block one door, and the scullery is already barricaded with furniture. So, are you going to be moving the mm -hmm. stuff from the scullery to the kitchen? Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. All right, and Rupert, you're starting to get cooking. You pick up some pots and pans. You start to turn on the stove. You get the oh. seasonings ready. And it, it smells awful. Rupert is dead. Oh, you mean Farouk? Oh, Farouk, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, Rupert rose from oh. the dead. <laughs> And then there's oh. go ahead. Uh, there's a point where I'd like you to make a listen roll as Rupert starts to cook. Seventeen, got it. Okay, so you're starting to hear this shambling, and is seventeen a hard? It's a hard. Okay, then this shambling it's going south to north, but it's not coming up the the corridor. You hear it, Gertrude, going through one of the walls, the west wall specifically. Like smashing through the wall? No, it's like it's it's like there's a passageway in the wall. Like going to the scullery. Pass secret passageway. Yes. Um I'm going to try to see where there might be a, a hidden door coming into the room. Right. And try to block it. Okay. Yeah, then give me a spot hidden. Now I get a lousy roll. 89. Okay. Well, I will give, give you this piece of information. 
there is no passageway or anything in the kitchen itself. And I'll even allow you a intelligence roll because you did see the map. Uh, missed my intelligence by two. I'll, I'll spend luck. Okay, so spending it. some luck points. You do remember, I'll let you look at the blueprint once more. You're remembering the layout. And there might be a passageway because you're hearing movement coming from inside the walls itself. I'll zoom in. Yeah, I see from the reception area. Yeah. So yeah, it might it might go to the scullery, which isn't barricaded anymore. Now are we're we're in the scullery? You're in the kitchen. Okay. And you've blocked that self doorway into the kitchen. And we unblocked the scullery. So what are you doing? So we, need to we need to block the other door. Uh, is that what you tell us, uh, Yes. We need to block the other door, darlings. He'll be able to get into the scullery, or it will be able to get into the scullery. Oh, oh. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, darling, let's, uh, let's, let's, block the, let's block that passageway right now. All right. Give me a strength roll. Oh, oh, I actually passed it. Okay. I, I may look delicate, darling, but I've got muscles. Cool. 32, yeah, pass. Yeah, and I'll you basically spend. swing all the furniture over the scullery door just as it starts pounding on it. Jesus. Uh, Go away, mommy! <laughs> you have good ears at Gertrude. Very good ears. All right, wonderful, wonderful. I'd like everyone to make a power roll again. And if you fail, lose five. Yes. I'm down I'm to 15. <laughs> I'm old like Rupert. 20. 20. Okay, thanks. And Professor Massar continues to cook, maybe put some garlic in, salt and pepper. And eh, he's making it smell much better. And let's roll up. That's really a priority right now. Yeah, yeah. So when you've done cooking it, do you just throw it at the mummy or what? Do we have to eat that? Yes. That? Oh, oh. Is there some alcohol in the kitchen we can drink with it? Like, There's probably all oh, that would be down in this summer. Mm. We'll use the last batch I have in my... Uh, in my flask. Oh, a fist goes through the scullery door. Cook faster. <laughs> then help. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to push against the, the All barricade. Right, so you're using your body to, to support this door uh, as more and more of it starts to get just splinters and it, it gets pounded. I'm Maybe going it? to what? grab the cleaver and run over to it and as its fist comes through the door i'm going to try to chop off its arm yeah give me a fighting brawl roll 93 93 it goes as well as you expect i hand it to a man to do the uh, job I, I guess. <laughs> all right so so you you run forward, you chop downwards with the cleaver and it 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 bends so there's like a, in the metal of the cleaver there's an impression, and then you just hand it over to uh, Clayton. 
Uh, I don't think this is effective, Gertrude. Um, right. For those of you supporting the door, I'd like a strength roll. 32 is a success. Okay. Sure. 51 is a success. Okay. So, Gertrude, Lucy, you're holding on to the door. I want to understand what Jessica's doing as well. Um, Jessica is sort of over by Professor Farouk, mm-hmm. and she is... Uh, observing disapprovingly at the dish that is being cooked up right um well it's no roast yeah it's kind of a jerky yeah and i'm like are you sure that we really have to eat this because this isn't very tasty looking pate i have to say taste is not a concern we're trying to save all of our lives against this horrible curse and you'll eat your vegetables as it were Jessica don't worry I saw some alcohol we can all share hopefully it'll help it go down a bit better all right all right so this door is just being smashed it's splintering outward chunks of it are just scattering over the floor and you're desperately trying to hold it in place cook it should be ready by now Dinner's ready. Is it ready yet? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, so we got to leave the, the door to run over here and gobble up the food. Don't use the good china. Does everybody has to do this? I think it, it we all have, it gives us protection from the mummy. Yes, I, I think anyone who okay. doesn't have. Uh, do we have even... to eat all of it? That's a question. I think to or be safe, we should divide it evenly. Yeah, yeah let, let, let's do it. I, I, I still have some some alcohol. Let's 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 do this. I don't care how much how horrible it's going to taste. Okay, so you're going to run over uh, and leave the door in order to grab this food and start eating it quickly. Yes. All right. In that case, with one more just slam, door flies open. There's still some table and furniture blocking the way, but it is there and it is attempting to climb over the furniture. What's everyone doing? Running towards the food. Here, give us okay. the organs. Food. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a con roll if you're eating it. Yeah. It's kind of hard to get down. Well, it depends on how well he seasoned it. I got a 23. Success. It just tastes like pass. something exotic. Pass, um, pass. Fail. Fail, Lucy. All right. So, would you like to spend any luck, Professor? Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's you okay. you um you hurl it up just a little. You feel the acid go up your throat, and then you force yourself to to swallow mm-hmm. it back down. And it it's 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 pretty nasty, and you can't get quite get over the fact that this is a human being's organs. So. And it's climbing over. It's climbing over the table. It's almost in the room. What's everyone doing? Finishing no. up. Yeah. Now you you you've eaten parts of it. Say the magic spell. What does it say? Uh... Yes, I'll say the uh, I'll say the uh, recite the incantation. Okay. I I try to like like in the church chant it after him. Uh, uh, same. Okay. So you all start chanting the incantation. Who has the lowest luck? 
Uh, me by far, probably. Okay. I'm at 30. I've got four. I've got uh, 65. 10. I got 49. Okay, then I I would say the mummy has made it over and it's going for uh, Professor Bassar. Would, Would you like to dodge, fight back, or continue chanting? Continue chanting. How much health do you have? Uh, I lost three, and then that puts me at six. Oh, okay. Well, today's your lucky day. You take five. As it comes up behind you, and it, it like, grabs you by the torso and squeezes. You just hear, (laughs) make a con roll. Start hitting it. All right, you're going to start hitting it while chanting? Give me a fighting brawl. Fail on the con. Fail on the con? Okay. Oh, six. Oh, six. Yeah, okay. That is an extreme once again. Can I join in with the fire poker? Yeah, so you basically lay into it. And Professor Bassar, you get out the last of the chant as you lose consciousness, as your ribs have been just compressed. And this mummy, it holds, and you're expecting it to squeeze more as you're fading consciousness, but it just stops and it just falls to the ground, dead eternal once more. And then let's make sure of that. Where's the cleaver? And you're hearing the sirens outside. They get really, they they get closer. And now the hallway is on fire. We have to run out of the house. Yeah, we need to get out. Right. The hallway's on fire and there's a bit of a barricade to the scullery. What's everyone doing? Is there a window we can all climb out of? Yeah, there's a window in the kitchen. Yeah, I smashed the window. Yeah, let's... let's All right, you smash the window. Who's Uh, jumping out? Ladies first, go. Gertrude, Jessica, go. We have to get the professor. Oh, yeah, that. I mean, ladies first, and we'll get the professor. Okay, once more, the fire is eating away at the wooden furnishings. Who's jumping out a window? Moi. Take a jump roll. I'm going to get the professor together with Clayton. Okay. Oh, who's jumping first? I'll jump first. Well, I'll let Lucy go first. She's faster than I am. All right, Lucy, oh, you're, getting you make... the, you're getting the professor, right? All right, then I'm going up first. All right, make a jump roll as you're basically jumping out of a window. Let's fast. see how well I jump for an old lady. Jump. 81. I land flat on my face. Outside. All right. You, you once oh. again, you, you lacerate yourself on the, the jagged Broken glass, glass and you take, you take uh, two damage. Oh, dear. But you are sprawled on the grass outside. Who's oh. next? I will go next. All right. Give me a jump roll. <laughs> no. Oh. Failed by 10. All right, you also lacerate yourself one. Clayton, you're waiting for Lucy and Farouk? Yeah, I, I'm actually helping uh, Lucy get Farouk since, you know, he's the one who helped us. Okay. Yeah. So you're helping Lucy get the professor out. All right, so how are we going to do this? Um, okay. Uh... You had him out. I'll, I'll help. I'm, I'm injured, but I'm I'm okay. 
I'm sorry. Just just let's let's push them out into the road to other people. Okay, we're gonna let's do this. Let's push the professor out first. I just keep his head from hitting the ground. Can I do that? Oh, be yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> push him out. Okay, let me find out what kind of role this would be to gently move someone out. Yeah, why don't you just roll a D100? Oh, 45. 45. 45? Okay. Then I would say you were able to lower out Farouk safely out the window uh, tenderly because his ribs are like basically crushed and he's going to be twisted for the rest of his life. And once Professor Vassar is out and safe from the burning building, I'm assuming Lucy and Clayton, you're both going to jump out? Yeah. All right, I'll take a jump. Nope. Nope. Okay, you both take two damage. But you make it out safe as the fire consumes Pemberley Grange. And the sirens, they get closer and closer as the police have now arrived. And they get out of their cars and you're just looking at the building as it's being consumed. All of you have survived. And that was the mummy of Pemberley Grange. Well, all of us didn't survive. Did you Except, for oh, yes. oh. <laughs> Except for Rupert. Oh, well. And, and the butler and the, the bastard who started this whole thing. Dr. Yep. Hewitt. Fucking Hewitt. <laughs> Excellent. That was an exciting party, Jessica. Can you throw it again? Um, I, I, I did, I did. No, I. I would burn your reputation my... on the stake. No, I, I <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Dowling, I was, I was wanting to have a conversation with you. I hope. Um, uh huh. Yeah, I it, bet. Is it is it possible <laughs> that perhaps you could um, uh, write this story in a positive light? <laughs> I take one cent for that. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So the story was that uh, <laughs> Professor Jonathan Hewitt, he was a cultist, uh, part of the Children of Ren Pet, a cult worshipping uh, the Egyptian goddess of eternity, fertility, and the symbols that you saw on his uh, chest. And he knew that the mummy was a high priestess, so he was basically using this ritual to restore it to life once more. And he basically wanted to have it kill everyone who participated in this uh, sacrilegious pastime of unwrapping a mummy. And he thought it'd be fitting. The reason why there was a writing on the, the bottom of the canopic jar was that um, another like cult they were basically opposing the children of ren pet and they wanted to like inscribe this like a safety mechanism to stop it from coming back mm. and that was that very nice very nice our players included chase capner janelle hipple uh jan uh yan uh schlegel Julian Arba and myself with Alex Sun as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.